Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. If you can't handle that, you should probably leave. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. finishing a book. So welcome everybody to another episode of Bustles and Bangers, um, where we read smutty, cheesy, vintage-ish romance novels and tear them apart, talk shit about them, talk nasty about them, get mad at them, get sexy with it, whatever, mm. you know. Aww. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is actually a continuation of a book called The Reluctant Countess by Eloisa James. And we are following um, what's-his-face and what's-her-face. Giles and... Ah! Hold on. Okay. Hold on. It's not like Esmeralda. It's Yasmin. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Hell yeah, yes. I, mm-hmm. I don't even write any of this down. I'm proud of you because, like, normally... Well, I think, I think Yasmin's kind of hot, actually. Yeah, everybody thinks so. I think... I think Giles was right, ripping condoms in half, dude. Uh, he did. It was an accident. Uh, was it? It was. It was. It was. His pet hog um, tore it in half. Oh my gosh! Yeah, look, just okay. So we're ordering we're, food. Yeah, um, I just need the soup. What kind do you want? Wonton. Oh, yeah. I got oh, okay. your. I got your food. Oh, I didn't understand what you're asking. No. Yes, if you know what I want, but just I didn't order know what it. Wonton okay. or no? What's no? No, 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 no. See, no. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. See? What is it? Um, they don't have that other one. Excuse me, God, rude. Um, then I don't. Then wonton's fine if they don't have the other one I want, which is uh, what is it called? Whatever. Anyway, so moving the on. The miso. Yes. I don't have that thing. Ah, fuckers. Anyway. Well, this so, is Chinese food, and that's Japanese soup. What? Isn't, it? isn't miso Japanese? Ever? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so shit. back to Giles yeah. and Yasmin. We are on. The last installment of the book. So this is the finale. So anybody tuning in, if you don't want to know the ending to the story before you know the story, you better back up. Back up. Back up. Yeah. Take what? Take. Give me three steps. Give me three steps, mister. Yeah. Something like that. You're so fine. No, that's where he's trying to get out early. That wasn't anybody backing up. But anyway. So. Oh, I need to get. Chapter 24. 
The next morning, Cleo accompanied Yasmin to Quimby's Emporium. They walked into an open area with curtained dressing rooms to one side and a huge mirror situated before a low platform. Mrs. Quimby bustled over to them, dropping a curtsy before Cleo, who was her partner in the Emporium, and Yasmin. We're here to order Lady Yasmin a prudish gown, Cleo said, smiling at her. Yasmin, this is my dear friend and co-proprietor, Martha Quimby. I'd like to order a demure ball gown, Yasmin said when they were all seated. More than demure, in fact, a gown that hides my assets, as they called them, as he called them. My fiancé thinks my clothing is too improper. Mrs. Quimby blinked at her. Indeed? Oh, I want... She says, I want to be turned into a wallflower. If not a wallflower, a nun. Oh. All right. So Cleo's laughing. Um, the proprietress was smiling. As it happens, I might have just the gown for you. So you wouldn't have to order one. It has yards and yards of fabric and will cover you from your earlobes to your feet. But it is a terrible gown. Dreadful. I should pay you to take it. In fact, if you do not take it, you'll have to promise never to disclose its origins. Oh, no, if you do take it. Um, Yasmin hesitated. I don't want to make fun of Giles's request. I think it sounds perfect, Cleo said. You can't do better than a neckline that sweeps your earlobes, Yasmin. Yasmin had slipped back into thinking about Giles. He loved her, she was almost certain, and she was madly in love with him, which explained why she was considering winding a bolt of fabric around her body. What if he thinks I'm mocking his request? Cleo shrugged. I made Jake wear flowered vests and golden breeches. Frankly, if Giles jumps... I wish I had a pair of golden breeches. Golden breeches. We'll need to find you some. That's like what MC Hammer was wearing. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, let's see. Frankly, if Giles jumps to such a negative conclusion, perhaps you should rethink the connection, Yasmin. Do you really want a husband who believes he can control your wardrobe? No, you don't, girl. No, you don't. Ten minutes later, Yasmin walked from the dressing room and Cleo began giggling before Yasmin even stepped up onto the platform before the large mirror. The gown was made from heavy purple and yellow striped silk that frothed into ruffles below the waist. Orange silk crossed over the bodice and a white bodice sewn beneath rose into flared collar points at the neck. Are you getting the picture of this? Very Tim Burton-esque for like a, a day at the carnival. But, you super know, fancy. super fancy, but also gaudy. Can you imagine going to like absurd the local fair? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, you have to remember it sounds it's like an, a completely absurd gown. It's nuts. It sounds absurd. It yeah. sounds nuts. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. So it was certainly demure. There was no chance that anyone might glimpse the line of her leg. Yasmin occupied twice as much space as she might normally, thanks to a ruffled petticoat. You look like a rooster dressed for a costume ball, Cleo went into a fit of laughter. Anyway, unfortunately, the very next day, Yasmin's grandfather had an attack of gout oh, no. that kept them home. Even more disappointingly, Giles sent a hastily written note saying that concerns about his sister's betrothal would prevent him from visiting. Apparently, Lord Pettigrew, Lydia's, you know, soon-to-be-wedded, betrothed fiancé. Giles, let's see. Lord Pettigrew was expressing some doubts, and Giles was escorting Lydia to the family home outside London, where hopefully the cracks in their relationship could be smoothed over. They would return to the city for the ball that Lord Pettigrew's parents, the Marquess and Marchion, Marchions of Chichester, 
Chichester. 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 We're giving in honor of their son's betrothal if the betrothal survived. Dun, dun, dun. Have to finish getting married first. When Yasmin descended the stairs attired for the betrothal ball, her plan nearly came awry. I won't be seen with you, his grace declared, scowling. You look like the upstart offspring of a grocer trying to elbow her way into society. Perhaps I won't be recognized. Oh, they'll recognize you, the Duke retorted. They'll think you're dicked in the knob. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> I don't have an overly high opinion uh, of my consequence. What did he mean by that? Mm, fucked in the head. That's, uh, I think it means. It literally, no, that's dicked in the knob. There's nothing other than fucked in the head. Yeah, dicked yeah. in the knob. Your Damn. noggin. I'm going to start saying that shit to people. You're dicked in the Man, knob. You're dicked in the knob, bro. Yeah. <laughs> This is a dude, a fist, a fucking overhand right from fist hell cuffs is coming occur. right after You're that. You're dicked in the knob. You're dicked in the knob. I'm just going to have to duck down because <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be old and fancy. Y'all will both immediately get little curled mustaches hell yeah. before. Fight with an upward You're fisting. One's like in red boxer short pants types things and the other in blue. <laughs> That's it. Red and blue. Damn, dude. This which corner? Hey, which corner would you be in? Red or blue corner? What's your choice? Uh, Well, the Red corner is usually like the the higher ranked person. The blue corner is usually the lower ranked person, I think. All right, interesting. So See, I didn't know there was science behind it. Just throw a color at me. This is no, there no. There's a purpose to it. There's a purpose to it. All right. Well, which corner do you think you'd be in? Uh, the red corner, dude. Come All right. Come take my shit. I'll fuck <laughs> you up, dude. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Hey, this food's not gonna be here for like an hour. That's insane. It's fucking crazy, right there. Look, I can see the bill. <laughs> it's right there. That's nuts. Hopefully it doesn't take that long. Disappointing. Tell them. Put the review on there. One star disappointed in your... Yeah, hurry uh, up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but please don't anybody one star us. Five stars only. Thank you. <laughs> I ordered a lot of food. Speaking of that, uh, if anybody wants to check us out, check us out, um, you can find us, of course, at www.bustlesandbangers.com. But additionally, you can find us on Facebook, Insta, or TikTok at Bustles and Bangers. Or if you want to see a little bit more of the side of our life, um, that's Gypsy Danger 0317 or Christo 4 Danger. Uh, and then there's an OnlyFans, but you got to DM me on the social media for that one. Get involved, bitches. Yes, and I'm going to take this opportunity because I promised myself I was going to reach out to the uh, Norwegians that are listening. <laughs> yes. Every time now. So we really appreciate you guys. Y'all make us global. Yeah. Woo whoop. There were others, though. There were others, but that's one. Norway that's was the one that popped yeah. up on our list because we can only see so far. So and you that's guys the are blood pumping through your veins. Oh, yeah. Also, I'm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, from that area. Yeah. You're a little icy cold thing. <laughs> I certainly am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Except, I don't know, you're very warm to well, snuggle we, we, up to. My, I mean, my ancestry needed to be because we come from a cold yeah. place. Oh, I love Can't it. wait. That's why I like winter time. We're coming I'll to visit y'all one of these days. You. Y'all may not know we're there, but yeah. we're coming. Well, if they're listening, here's chapter 25. <laughs> the Marquess and Chichester's Ball of Chichester's Ball in honor of the betrothal of his son, Lord Pettigrew, to Lady Lydia Renwick, sister of the Earl of Lilford. As Yasmin and her grandfather walked into the Chichester Ball, she was aware of a thrumming excitement deep inside, based entirely on the fact she was desperate to see Giles. True, he would not dance with her, given that the ball was in honor of his sister, but hopefully they could steal time in a corner. 
If they were betrothed, why couldn't he no, dance? No, it's secret. It's secret. Oh, they not. And it'd be rude. And Lydia doesn't like her. That's and yada, yada, yada. You know, drama, Have drama. Have you ever drama. met a Lydia that you liked? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I really haven't met that many no? in the first place. And you know what? Uh, after I put on my like eight dollar roll on vanilla lip gloss that tastes like it's from the nineties, um, I'm gonna just be neutral. I don't know if I have That's feelings good for you. either That's which really way I think about I think any of the in Lydia. I think you're growing as a person that I know, or anyone that I know. Period. Yeah. Can you pour us another one? Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks. So anyway, mm-hmm. I'm gonna mix it with my Red Bull <laughs> that I wish was colder oh. and had sugar in it. The, I don't uh, like the sugar. Where we went disgusting. didn't have anything I wanted. I didn't even like the one I got. Sorry, it's babe. It's all right. Well, these things happen. Maybe this will make you feel better. I think that books always make me feel better. <laughs> the moment her grandfather walked over to join one of his friends, Yasmin was surrounded by a flock of suitors. I was one of them. A new style, the Honorable Algernon Dunlap said, trying to look knowledgeable about women's fashion. Despite his mother's fierce disapproval, he continued to trail after Yasmin, rattling off ill-conceived compliments. The collar flatters your swan-like neck. Lord Uh, Lord Holsey elbowed him to the side. Lady Yasmin, may I have the first waltz? He didn't notice her gown. Yasmin smiled and held out her dance card, which was pounced on by two gentlemen and ended up losing its little attached pencil. So that means women actually had little dance cards. And once they were full, because I guess as many songs as there would be, there'd be a dance for each of them. You sign your name and you get to dance with that lady. Uh, But if her dance card's full, that's it. You don't get to dance with her. So that's pretty weird way dating but i guess that's how it was done back then i mean yeah clearly. it's it's um it's custom and it's I feel man- like it's um what is it uh i don't know i wouldn't say tradition i'm looking for a different word but whatever C- customary yeah yeah it's like back then <laughs> yeah i know they the tops interchange awesome crazy right yeah so yeah so dance cards getting fold up fast right, they'd be sticking that pencil on that paper a on Yasmin. Lot. yeah Oof. well they all all of them all of them when you look down it was just variations of my name yeah yes christopher chris danger christopher danger christopher christoph <laughs> cristobal all right so somebody gets pissed they're all talking about her lydia hissed at oh, giles Lydia's sometime pissed. later who Giles asked. Usually he would have spent some time inconspicuously watching his fiance, but this evening he was focused on saving his sister's betrothal. Lord Pettigrew was slow to anger, but after being forced to notice Lydia's discourteousness, discourteousness to Yasmin, he had become visibly guarded. Oh, you know, so, so anyway, man, (laughs) (laughs) at all times, visibly at all times, he's got his fists up. He's he's bobbing a little bit side to side like he's ready. <laughs> he's ready the whole time. Oh yeah, put up uh, a Philly shell. Well, so ready. apparently we have a drink opportunity for our bustles and bangers drinking game. Whoop whoop. That's we time. need to start having like a little sound that occurs when that happens. A bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's mocking all of us wearing the most absurd gown. Her sleeves resemble bulbous purple caterpillars. So technically, that's considered an insult. 
based on our uh, Bustles and Bangers drinking game. Insult. Right. The, when, when the main character is insulted or complimented. How can that reflect on you, Giles inquired. No one wears sleeves in this weather, she's saying. Uh, so she's mad, I guess, that people aren't noticing her more. And she said, he, Giles tells his sister that she's made an excellent match. She has no need for any other admirers. So, like, what's the big deal? Get over it. Okay. Shall we dance? Lydia said, giving her fiancé a glowing smile. One good thing is that she looks a true fright in that ghastly gown. She's just gone into the ballroom with Viscount Templeton, so we might as well enjoy the full spectacle. Toward the end of the evening, Yasmin finally stopped dancing long enough to drop onto a couch beside Sylvester. So she's next to Sylvester. I haven't seen you in ages, she cried. Why didn't you ask me to dance? Your dance card was full by the time I arrived, the Duke raised an eyebrow. Let me guess. A modest thumped you on the head and forced you into her creation. A modiste? Uh, I'm surprised there's room on the sofa for both of us, given the size of your skirts, not to mention your arms. You don't care for my ruffles, Yasmin asked. These bulges are the very latest style, she patted her sleeves. In what country are they fashionable, Sylvester asked. So I think it's pretty cute that they have this go back and forth thing and all that happening. Um, uh, <clears throat> let's see. So, oh, she feels like Sylvester has uh, suggested. Oh, no, I missed a spot. Okay, sorry. Hold on. My little highlight ended first. Uh, Mongolia, why do they stand out in that fashion? Uh, you could hide jewelry in there. Okay, so why would I do such a thing? Jewelry heist? Snatch a diamond bracelet and store it in your sleeves? Each bunch is padded with tools, so I have no room for ill-gotten gains. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it is cute flirting, though. So anyway, they keep going on and on about um, what's happening with Sylvester. Um, he's the one that's just been chilling, banging her on the side. He's not banging her at all. But we don't know Everybody them. believed they were the ones that were going to get betrothed. Um no need to warn me of your pending nuptials, he said with a sigh. I saw it coming, though I will point out, darling, that at least I realize your charm is intrinsic and cannot be dimmed by the yards of fabric covering your admittedly glorious bosom. Mm. Yasmin gave him a stern look. Before you moralize, I assure you that I am also looking for generosity of spirit and spiritual virtue in a wife. Are you actually telling me that the size of a lady's breast will come into play when you decide whom to marry? Do you want to know the answer if you won't care for it? Oh, that means it's a yes. But he liked her, but but he was saying he liked her for more than that and that he 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 believes it is silly to request her to cover up because number 1 he likes her for more than that and number 2 mm. why are you hiding your wonderful assets? Mm-hmm. Right? So Yeah. Oh, who doesn't like titties? <laughs> Uh, Mormons. I don't know. No, there's no <laughs> way, dude. Y'all, y'all pitch a good fucking game. But there's nobody you that doesn't love titties. titties. Do you look? Dudes love titties. Girls love titties. Everybody, everybody, I mean, everybody loves titties. titties dude. Yeah, titties and beer. I mean, you don't even have to be like sexually attracted to them to love them. Are you serious? Yeah, they're amazing. Well, everybody's been sucking on them to eat from the beginning yeah. of time. And if you weren't, sucks to be you, dude. <laughs> Some of us had a hard time. So. Some of y'all had to suck your dad's dicks. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> Sorry, that was horrible. Insult. Cha-ching. All right, so Giles appeared from the crowd and bowed before them. Naturally, Giles didn't let on by a flicker of an eyelash what he thought of her gown. Simply touched the back of her glove to his lips. Good evening, Lady Yasmin. Duke. Duke. I, I suppose you've come to tear her away to dance, Sylvester said, rising to his feet. He bowed and departed. Giles <laughs> caught Yasmin's hand, bringing her to him. He left? He left the party? Well, well he's just like, I'm going to get out of y'all's way. I'm afraid I promised the next dance to Lord Boodle, she said, Boodle? dimpling at him. I didn't expect you to acknowledge my presence. Will you allow me to escort you home? Yasmin blinked at him. My grandfather. I already spoke to him. I don't usually leave a ball this early. Giles's eyes caught hers. Please. His voice was curt, even angry, but surely was. Surely she saw desperation in his eyes. Oh. He held out his hand again. Your sister, Yasmin inquired. A uh -huh, perfect way to kill this moment. Taken care of, Giles said. Giles must have already warned the butler because they walked straight into the night to find his carriage waiting. May we kiss now? She pouted at him because this was so much fun. No, because when you were in my arms, I planned to rip that dress down the middle. Her future husband stated in the calm way that he might say that the grain tax was too high or the sun was setting. Mm. Do you plan to rip my gown because it is ugly? She asked, finally, unable to sit silently any longer, his eyes straight over her. You are more enticing when you cover yourself up, Yasmin. You knew <laughs> that, didn't you? Damn. I don't mm. know if that's a good compliment, mm. my guy. Giles was in the grip of some sort of primitive yes, male desire let me talk to you because i would take that thing off because it just doesn't suit that body girl oh that is sweet. as pretty as that dress is girl it's only a dress without you oh babe i know it that was an excellent one-liner <laughs> let's get you out of that dress oh my god <laughs> see them titties yasmin giles was in the grip of some sort of primitive male desire yasmin laughed took his hand and drew him past carson waiting at the door straight upstairs into her room you'll have to help me with all these buttons she said smiling at giles over her shoulder unless you truly mean to rip it open mm. he's gonna try <laughs> <laughs> no he said i always mean what i say he reached out and wrenched the back of her dress into two i don't want to see this gown again Yasmin couldn't help giggling. Just, uh, you, you didn't like it? <laughs> she held out her arm. In that case, will you do the honors? He rent the seam of one puffy sleeve and pulled it free. Then the other, tossing them against the wall. Yasmin didn't care about the dress. It's <laughs> 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 like... <laughs> didn't so she throws it... <laughs> Uh, didn't care about anything other than the look in Giles' eyes. Now, will you please help me with these pearls? Why so many he strings? I know. I really had that thought when I was reading this. I thought, if you fucking dare. Those I, are my great-grandmother. The river, the river will dry up immediately. Like, a shitty dress that I bought on purpose to be a shitty dress to act shitty towards you <laughs> and your shitty attitude. Yes, and by all means. You leave the dress on and rip my pearls off. I will kill you. <laughs> and, you know, top or dress that I have as, as a favorite, don't you dare rip it. You take that off centrally. But pearls, de don't. You lay those on a bed of silk after you're done. You're so crazy. Yeah. No. I freaked pearls out. like you treat the girl, dude. Uh -huh. Lay her down. Be sweet. Oh, babe. And then you go blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> All over. Oh, my God. I like you so much. All right. So he says, why so many strings? His fingers working nimbly at her throat. 
Oh, I am <coughs> choke somebody. No, it's like this. <laughs> oh, it's just tapping on her. <laughs> trying to be just thumping on her th- esophagus. It's weird. Hey, listen to this. I can Super play. That was amazing. Where did you learn that? The eighteen hundreds thought it was magic. <laughs> oh my god. All right, that's where Reiki. I can't marry your unholy ass. You play <laughs> music where Reiki in my started. Throat. All right, <clears throat> I'm drawing attention away from my bosom. Sylvester compared it to the wreath that bedecks a win that bedecks a winning horse. I don't know. Oh, like yeah, a, the wreath you put horse, over. So. Yeah, man, I know about that because I'm a degenerate. But. <laughs> the last string of pearls clattered as Giles flung it onto her dressing table with its fellows. He unlaced her corset. Wait, and let he's it fall. there with his fellows. <laughs> The, What's happening here? Pearl Hold necklace. on, Yasmin. The, Boys, the pearl necklace. Come on, it's time to <coughs> turn this girl inside out. The pearl necklace oh. was with its fellows. Oh, Giles. Oh. Oh. oh, so um, you know how I was dancing with her all night, right? <laughs> the last string of pearls clattered. Oh wait, <laughs> I already read that. You got me flustered. Her chemis, chemis, chemis. I, I don't know. Cami, Kimmy. I don't ever know how to say it. I'm not girly enough. Was made of whisper thin silk edged in Valencia lace. Oh, to being edged. Here. Then hold on. I'm almost done. Then Giles oh, lifted her I up. I know that's the point of edging. Girl, your one arm's arm done. under her arse. Oh, oh. a whole arm? <laughs> one arm that's under her arse. Ass, he lifted girl. her up. With a laugh, Yasmin wrapped her legs around his waist and leaned into his kiss. We're on chapter 26. Oh. And I think we're going to have to kind of get through the next couple of nasty chapters a little quick. Oh, like make a longy a quickie. We're gonna make a longy a quickie. <laughs> Long minutes later. Oh. Did you come up with the idea of ripping Did my gown come? in the ballroom? Because though it was vastly entertaining, I'd hate to make it a regular practice. Hmm. All right. Um, the idea came to me while watching men cluster around you. I, <laughs> I dressed. That's why I said, fellas, fellas, come on in. I have an idea. <laughs> I dressed up as a wallflower. <laughs> you made a mockery of my request, Giles said, staring at the ceiling rather than at her. You were not dignified. His flat statement was followed by silence as Yasmin thought about how to reply. I didn't mean it that way, she offered. You delivered a lesson, a remarkably... Tell us. <sighs> These books make me feel like such a dumbass, but at the same time, the type of shit they write into a relationship makes me think they're the dumbass. So it's well, like, fuck you for making me not know what the fuck this word is <laughs> or how to say it. But I know that the way you have these two people lusting after each other and the way that their chemistry is, is fucking wrong. <laughs> so have a good time in your toxic relationships, Eloisa. Anyway. <laughs> Sussent. Second, <laughs> sussent. Let I believe see. it's sussent. Let you delivered see. a lesson, a remarkably sussent one. Sussent? Suck it! Oh, let's, let's, let's pull the old fucking... I need to start highlighting the words I don't understand so you can Google them for me every time. Maybe Google will sponsor us one day. <laughs> Please! All right. Um, if anyone has any... Um, 
any urges to <laughs> to be our sponsor and to have a little bitty commercial on here or a big commercial How on here. How do you spell that word? I love all sizes. S U C C I N T. No, S U C C I N C T. Shit, hold on. My bad. S U C C I N C T. That was a nickname of mine, actually. C T. Why? Because apparently it means cock tease. <laughs> so stupid. I didn't make it up. That had to be when you were a teenager. I didn't make it up. Yes, were you teenager? but I didn't. Yes, but oh, I didn't make it up. Teenage boys are retarded, dude. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Hey, but at least I had a fucking name that caught on, and I I'm cool with that. Like I'm all right Clear with it. Clear and short, expressing what needs to be said without necessarily words. That definition doesn't even fucking make sense. <laughs> what the hell? He gave you a fucking look. Yeah, is what that said, means. He, said, he was like, he said, "Oh, mm. this is what he said, Rachel." He said. I know you yeah. all just heard what I said. Yeah, it was loud and uncomfortable. Like my that? heart hurts. My little <laughs> booty cheeks clenched up. <laughs> so, all right. So, where are we at? If you choose your gowns to flout society's opinion of you, they judge you a strumpet, so you'll dress like one. My gowns make me feel confident. Mrs. Quimby already had that dress when I asked for a demure garment. I asked you. I, I was about to say, I asked you. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I asked you to act like a countess, to be dignified. You were the opposite of dignified, surrounded by men dressed like a member of a traveling circus, cutting a figure. Angry sentences caught at the back of Yasmin's throat. She pushed herself higher up on the pillows and wrenched at the sheet, pulling it up to her waist. He was lying on it so she couldn't get it over her breasts. And I will tell you, I've had some of these exact moments when you make me feel... <laughs> And we're naked. <laughs> it's like the you can't get the blanket up over it, and you're like, mm, can't look at me. I'm super vulnerable. <laughs> and it's like I'm pissed about it, but at the same time, I'm like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> this looks great, and this is exactly where it should be. You're so fun. <laughs> I asked you. Okay, he asked her to act like everyone was talking of you. So yes, I had the foolish notion that if I destroyed that gown in a truly intimate moment with. Me and me alone, it would make a difference. Clearly it hadn't. Yasmin felt a pulse of shame. This evening I had to not only watch my betrothed besieged by fortune hunters and ruse, but I also to witness society's matrons cackling over your absurd sleeves. Yasmin took a deep breath. Well, he threw Giles, against the wall, didn't he? They always, later, oh. they, they do not always, he interrupted. You step into a ballroom and all eyes are on you, Yasmin. You proved your point. Every man in that ballroom desired you, lusted after you as if your dress was a barber's pole. It wasn't the dress use them titties advertising We've been well see to tell you, he's he's just he's he's retracting in an angry uh not taking responsibility for his own request he's blaming her because she went over the top right mm. but her point was it doesn't matter how absurd i dress or how covered i am people want me for me or for what i have under this anyway motherfucker like even if i was dressed you'd be thinking about what was under it so like mm. but he's projecting back onto her anyway so it's a little bit narcissistic yeah well yeah you know yeah he's a rich fella what do you think <sighs> and he's gonna fall in love and his big old hog is gonna mm, turn this bitch inside out yeah well <laughs> giles you suck dude mm -hmm. before this is all over you're gonna get cucked by this girl she's gonna fuck all these dudes in front of you mm. <laughs> wow that's the wedding party my guy nice <laughs> um <laughs> 
I know that we just got married, so but I have something I have to show you. So she comes back, you know, they're far they're they're farting. They're what? They're what? <laughs> they're farting. They're farting back and forth. They're arguing back and forth. Um she double knotted the cord of her dressing gown. I want to marry someone who will defend me from criticism, who won't be ashamed of me. Oh, it's over, huh? <laughs> so they go back and forth, uh blah blah blah. Dr- 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 I don't know. Okay, I skip some stuff. Um she says, actually, I intend to rethink our betrothal. I knew it. While in the country, I deserve someone who will love me as I am. And she was proud of her assertive, calm tone. Please don't do that. Please don't leave London. As a, as one of these dudes always I'm would. not leaving London. You're leaving London. And Sylvester. Tell me it London. won't be easier for you if I am nowhere to be seen. If men aren't clustering around me and asking me to dance. Easier for me. Yasmin folded her arms over her breasts. Easier for you. You needn't lean against the walls and rage inwardly about your uncouth fiance flirting with men. Perhaps. Marvelous. We are in agreement then. I, I don't want you to go. You have had rather too much of what you want Giles you'll likely have your scandalous countess back in the fall I don't think my grandfather would agree to a broken engagement given the rashness of our behavior under his roof my reluctant countess Giles said oh wait that's why they (laughs) named the book his lips twisting that too I would be grateful if you would leave now she walked over to the door and stood there waiting for him to dress Giles pulled it on his clothes walked to her and stopped after a long moment he bowed over her hand I look forward to seeing you tomorrow at Carlton House Carlton House and she said yeah you'll see me after his footsteps went down the stairs Yasmin sank to the floor her back against the door all right Carlton House. Thankfully, Yasmin did not have to wear hoops to Carlton House as she would if she attended one of the Queen's drawing rooms. Instead, she put on a favorite gown that she'd worn last at the French court, cream-colored, with magnificent gold trim and a high-standing Medici collar adorned by the portobello diamonds her grandfather looked every inch a duke in a dark violet coat studded with emeralds his wide cuffs thick with embroidery we shall be the most elegant personages at the room in the room he observed with satisfaction i gather my correspondence that lord i'm getting fucked up <laughs> <laughs> okay hold on Feed me water. I should have food. You should I order. I another shot. You, oh, my God. You should order from somebody else. Like, Dude, for real. We're going to go somewhere else. Hold on. Let me Just look out tell Mason to let it run. Give him the credit card and tell him to go get our orders. Mason, you're going to dinner with us. <laughs> and she's green. crazy. We're going to go somewhere. Uh, so they're going to be so fucking fancy. All Just right. Let's go to Torchies. We've never been there. No, I don't like that. I gather from my correspondence <laughs> that Lord Pettigrew will introduce his fiance to the regent this evening. Let's hope the sour-faced puss hasn't learned oh, that you mm. left the ball with her brother last night. Wait, Giles left with her brother? We must remain far away from her, Yasmin said, taking his arm. No, he's saying that hopefully Lydia doesn't realize you left the ball early with her brother. Oh. Drama. She will smite thee. <laughs> he patted her hand <laughs> away from your fiance too, I suspect. Yasmin swallowed a lump in her throat. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Strep. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking something way nastier, no. but more pleasing. Mm. 
you know, when it's back there and it just goes right in, that's a much better scenario. See, but, but sometimes I you have, have to like gulp force it. mine a little bit to push it through oh. that little breaking point. No, I'm talking throat. about my throat. Oh. I know what you're talking. Oh, about. I see what you're saying. No, where I'll, I don't uh, even no, swallow. No, yeah, but I mean, it works where it the poos, poos too, girl, because you gotta like push in. Man, and then that it little never comes back out. Where and does then it go? Once you really get her going, mm. that little spot will move over and you can hit the cervix yes. perfectly. Mm. I don't know if you fellas know that, but if you haven't fucking load and loaded on a cervix, <laughs> you should really try it. But not only only if you are willing you gotta make to have come, a baby. Dude. No, only if you're willing to have babies. Whatever, Quit doing dude. that. It's so we risky. We don't care about that. <laughs> I do. I don't want any more. That's a, that's a single everybody. mom problem. Hey, uh, you married a <laughs> we're single worried, mom. We're worried about spraying on some cervixes. You like that baby mom bullshit. I, well. Yeah, you do. I have been looking at titties. We've been oh, talking about titties. This really? Because yeah. there's not a bra on them. They're just hanging out in this really like thin sundress with cherries on it. Mm-hmm. With my vanilla lip gloss that I have to put on regularly. Do you want to kiss me right now? Yeah, okay. Let's do that. Oh, yeah. Who would say no to that? Thanks for making out with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, everybody, we're going to cut this episode short. <laughs> um, everybody, we're going to be creating some extra content for OnlyFans We'll on leave Saturday. the microphones off. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. We'll we leave the We need to do it in off. here one day. There's for real. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of it. Oh, we got two. Uh, Ooh, that was we got the so wall, many though. cameras. There's like 15 cameras in this room. I, I hope none of them are turned on because I haven't been. No, late. sorry. Unfortunately, everybody who's checking out our social media, uh, I'm a real person and I'm tired. <laughs> so there is some awesome content. We w- we are really excited to eventually make more. So please still check out our our content um, on all the on the different sites that we said earlier. Um, but I do hope to make more eventually. So uh, stay tuned. Are we cheersing to something to 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 trying to get dick sucking videos on OnlyFans, but being uh, hold on, get them? Yeah, because I still can't tag you, and now you've been disappeared again. Uh it's worse now. The problem's it's worse? worse. The problem's worse. It's I got worse. We just need to put another waiver in. Holla at me, Snapchat. I need a I need a sponsorship. Whatever we eat next is going to save my life. Mason, I have to drive us to dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Mason, I will pay you. All right. Oh, we got to get through these. You have no idea how long this is. No, no, no. It's all good. Party, party, party. They party. Look, I'm skipping stuff. They partied. Oh, I love partying. Oh. Oh, it's going to be good. I don't know if y'all heard that reaction, but I just seen it. It's going to be good. Oh, my God. I forgot. I forgot what happened. Oh, no. Okay. Tell me. Oh, no. No, we were all waiting. Was it Sylvester? Oh, my God. Okay, ready. He, he fucking uh-uh. popped on her no, cervix, didn't he? shut your fucking mouth. It's pregnancy time. Shut your beautiful, luscious fucking lips with that mm. gorgeous tongue that is very Giles, skilled. you're about to be a stepdaddy. Shut up. Carlton House, home of Prince Regent, did not compare to Versalis, but it was lavishly elegant in an English fashion. The Prince (laughs) Regent had positioned himself in the spacious entry, greeting guests before dispatching them to the ballroom on the floor above. To either side of him, a double marble staircase turned this way and that, twisting around a glittering chandelier that hung from the pale green ceiling far above. 
I am wet for this place. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I'm going to fall asleep in here. Mm-hmm. Yasmin had been unable to summon up much excitement about meeting a member of the British royal family and meeting the Prince of Wales didn't oh, change her mind. Oh, he's going to want to fuck, dude. The regent, no, no, no. The regent's bosom was as large as hers, and his cheeks were veined and red. He leaned in he's until she could smell brandy on his breath and informed her that he adored French women. Oh, it's nice. <coughs> it like, I'm Greek. <laughs> okay, tell me. Uh, they're talking about something about the library, right? Mentioned Jane Austen. To her dismay, the ballroom was crowded, but not so much that she didn't instantly register the Earl and Lydia on the other side of the chamber. Come along, granddaughter, the Duke said, marching toward them. We were going to avoid Lydia, Yasmin hissed. That was your suggestion, not mine. A future countess does not scurry around corners to avoid a bad-tempered lass, not to mention her irritable brother. Yasmin sighed, but truly she did want to see Giles before she and her grandfather left for the country. They emerged from a crowd of people and walked into a nightmare. Oh, finally. Bowing over Lydia's hand was Hippolyte Charles. Wait, the dude that left Yasmin? fake married her, fucked her virginity out of her, went to her parents, left her at the house, no servants, no warning, nothing, and said, I'll only real marry her if you give me an estate. And then ditched her, embarrassed her, made her move out of the French Quarter to go to Britain. And here here he fucking is, kissing the hand of her fiancé, uh, no. <laughs> Wait, what? I missed something. <laughs> Kissing the hand of the sister of her fiance, the sister who doesn't like her. Mm. So, so she, does she let her go through this little life trial mm. on her own? Or does okay. she step mm. in and say, hey, Lydia, mm-hmm. you're a fucking idiot. Mm. But Lydia's going to be like, I'm not a fucking idiot. Some So they say, good evening, blah, 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 rude gesture, rude j- you know, getting kind of <laughs> so, good evening, good evening. <laughs> Suck my ass, lick my fucking, p- <laughs> yes, fucking punk yes. bitch. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. I um, really like you, curtsy headbutt. I fucking hate you. It goes. It eventually gets to you. my father was correct to reject your proposal of marriage, given we had enjoyed each other for a week. Hippolyte retorted, a whole week. "Most in the French quarter court, sorry, thought he was foolish." Whispers arose in a sharp wave, like wind rattling through dry corn stalks. I was the foolish. One. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had too many shots. Yeah, I need food okay. so bad. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, so they're arguing. I don't know how big we are into the drama. I'm trying to get to some of the sexy shit, though. But, like, Hippolyte opened his mouth, but Giles stepped forward. Without a word, his fist crashed into Hippolyte's jaw. The man swayed. Giles struck him another solid blow. So he was like, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes, yes, because he was being so insulting. He was telling all of their dirty business out in front of Lydia and everybody. I fucked Yasmin on a fucking wishing pond on her dad's bed in her grandpa's fucking house. Yes, yes. And she's like, I was just 16. So he fucking decks him. Oh, no. Yeah. So he's like, fuck you, Hippolyte. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. That's why your name is your name. Danger. 
it's gonna be in trouble, girl. You're so dangerous. You know what I learned? In the you know what I learned? Zone? I learned that the best time to get in a fight, if you're gonna get in a fight, is immediately. It's right now. Well, that's what he's doing <laughs> now. <coughs> All right, like, so we're gonna be the flagpole. No, we're not, motherfucker. We're fighting right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Frenchman fell backward like a felled pine. Ladies screaming as they leaped out of the way. Giles prodded him with his foot. He and slapped him with his cock and jerked his chin at one of the footmen. Remove this rubbish. Mm. All Hell the excitement yeah. happened when I was downstairs, the Prince Damn Regent man. said when he barreled See up. Looking ready. down, he made a childish pout. Oh, it's the <coughs> Frenchman. Who is he again? A cacophony. A, a cacophony a of ca- excited ca- voices. A cacophony answered him. But Lady Dunlap rose above the rest. One of Lady Yasmin's former lovers. Your Majesty, his name is Hippolyte Charles, Yasmin said. We'll get rid of him. Hideous mustaches. Hideous. I'm sure you can do much better. Whatever. He got into that poos poos. Mm. So, but anyway, at least the regent prince, prince regent was sweet to Yasmin. He, he said she could He's do better. Just, Fuck this dude. Yeah, Stupid but he meant mustache. him. Chapter 28. Oh, it's time. She's going to marry the prince regent. She's gone to country. What does that mean? She's having her period. She left the town. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> if only we were fucking allowed to. You have no idea how often I'd go to the country. Um, it's uh, that's I've actually go to the country. There was a thing used to back in the day called red tents, and um, every time a female would have her period, um, she would go here for that time period and just relax and recuperate and drink and spend time with the other girls that were on their periods. Uh, and I think that's really a beautiful gesture. I feel like Give that would have been a nightmare break. if you were really there. No, we'd be there for each other. Of, yeah, come on. The men dude. aren't there. We're there for each shit. other. No, and even if you do, it's a transformative time. It's a release. You all come out understanding. Oh, I understand that, yeah. Absolutely, but no. I Fight, mean, release. This was back when you'd have more bleed. of a tribe situation. Yeah. Uh, 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 How we were supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I still believe that should occur. I believe yeah. that we We're tribalists, by the way. Yeah, I believe that we should be given a break from school work whatever when we're in that time of of required rest whether that's a female's period whether that's uh, a man's mm-hmm. downtime when mm-hmm. you hit a low in your right. mental state or when a female men female trans lgbtq whatever when you hit a time of needing to recuperate rest or when your restaurant won't deliver fucking food to your <laughs> podcast but basically i'm saying like i don't feel like the only option should be like i have to go to rehab <laughs> you know you should be able to say hey i need a week off work or i'm gonna fucking dude look just fall take out. it just fall take out. it i know just yeah take but it. i'm just saying like what's the worst that happens society you wise i'm saying okay. society wise jobs are everywhere Society wise, I believe we shouldn't be worked every day of the year for 50 plus years and no, only have two God days no. of rest allowed to us. I believe that you should also not only be able to work whatever schedule that works for you, you should only work your passion, whether that's farming, knitting, you know, woodworking, whatever. Um, You're so beautiful. Look at you. Thank you. But I believe that you should be able to call in for a period of rest. A hibernation. Especially if you're calling for a period of rest for your period. Yes, absolutely. I yes. got you. Feminism. Pick the book back up before you start preaching. We got to finish I just this. did my preaching. They can edit it out if they want to. Chapter 28. They will not. She's gone to the country. <laughs> She's having her period. <laughs> they've, gone, they've gone to the country, and she said that he could write her. He said he would write her. Who? Giles. Hippolyte. Giles. Hippolyte's been knocked the fuck out. Oh, yeah, because he got the... 
It's super cute. That sounds cute. Ten days later. Do I know what this is ten, ten days, days later from? No, I don't remember. Ten days later from the... <laughs> I don't know. No, I think she left. I don't know. Dear Giles, if you don't mind the informal address, I am writing to let you know that my grandfather and I have safely arrived at Portobello House. However, we have decided to make a prolonged visit to the Duke and Duchess of Trent's country house in Norfolk. I received your letter with its kind assurance that you have no intention of breaking your promise to marry me. We both know that is a gentlemanly impulse, but a poor one. Mm. The Countess of Lilford, as you have told me many times, should be aligned with virtue. My my answer is no. Please consider yourself free of any obligations. I shall always think of you fondly with all best wishes, Yasmin's. Damn, he mm. fucked up. Then a week later, everyone pitied her for being taken advantage of at such a young age, but facts were facts. One couldn't pretend the episode had never happened. Ruined women were well ruined. Full stop. The episode had made her shudder to see how close she had come to a similar fate, though, of course, her brother would have forced Edwin Turing to marry her, whereas Lady Yasmin's father unaccountably did not. When she had a daughter, she wouldn't allow her out of her sight. Quickly, she sorted through the mail. One made her eyes narrow as fury turned her cheeks hot. The woman was writing her brother. So I apologize. This is talking about Lydia. Not Yasmin. Yasmin wrote the letter. Now we're on Lydia. I think maybe it's Lydia. <laughs> She's a bitch. She's the butt fuck. Well, She's the butt fuck blonde you're looking for. Ooh. Right? So she's okay. Yeah. I feel like I need to be that so you're on Saturday. You want to get my hair done on Saturday after I go to my like yeah sprucing up appointment on right, Friday let's do and it. then let's do Saturday it. nights. If you promise to bring me a fucking chicken sandwich, <laughs> oh my god! And then we'll do butt stuff. We'll talk. And then we'll do butt stuff. Girl. Quickly, she Wait, sorted look the at mail. Me. Stop! Look at me. No, 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 you can sorry. get it tonight. I'm sorry. Oh, not the butt stuff. No, I don't <laughs> think so. That's not what was said. I don't know. I'm so scared. The woman was writing to her brother. Oh, my God. Yasmin must be desperately keeping Giles on a string tied to her immoral petticoats. She was probably <laughs> inviting him to the country. Lydia had the heard country. a rumor country. that she had joined the Duke and Duchess of Trent. Giles would be destroyed if he married a woman with such light morals. Destroyed. He didn't understand what indefinitely did that did to a man. Blah, blah, blah. They get into their parents' death again. Another week goes by. Dear Giles, you haven't answered my letter. Perhaps foolishly I am hoping that we can still be friends. Blah, 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 blah. Two weeks later, dear Giles, I haven't heard anything from you likely because you agree with the wisdom of my first letter. Blah, 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 blah. A week later, dear Giles. I have decided to ignore the fact that you are not writing to me. I am used to embarrassing myself after all the French court believed I would quietly fade out of society after that dreadful thing happened with Hippolyte. I keep imagining that perhaps my letters are going astray. So in case they are, I told you in an earlier letter about how silly I was at 16. Yada, yada, yada. Another week later, so two she's letters. Writing him now? Another week, and he's two not giving letters, a fuck. Is that another, what's happening? Dear Giles, my grandfather and I have been invited to Cleo and Jake's country house, so we will travel there tomorrow. Blah 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 blah. He's not caring at all. My he's dear like, brother Lydia said at dinner that night. So many people are asking me whether you have a tundra for Lady Stella. 
Oh, another bra. Huh? Surely you feel as I do that the lady is principled and intelligent. Her spectacles are strangely flattering. She's wearing glasses. Oh. Yeah. You know what I like to do when there are certain females wearing glasses? Come on them. <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> Did you not expect me to be like straight on with that I, one? I don't. I don't aim for I the know. cervix if they're wearing glasses. I, I try to fuck up them lenses. I might put them on tonight. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Hair in a ponytail. Stop it. I won't. <sighs> Jack. My Giles is swelling up right now. As we speak, my Giles is swelling up. Giles looked at her over his roast beef. I like her. sandwiches for fucking dinner. (laughs) Excellent. Do you like her more than you like Blanche? She asked boldly. Yes. With that, Liddy gave up her hope of seeing Blanche as a countess. Blah, blah, blah. As far as he knew, Yasmin had turned to another man. Okay. So, Lydia is... Stealing the letters. Mm-hmm. Lydia gets to a point where she tells the butler to force all mail through her so she could take out her letters before they go to Giles. But what's actually happening is she's, she's taking letters. Yasmin's letters and she's making sure Giles's letters don't get sent out. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for us to drink. Great. Because we haven't fucked up enough. <laughs> um, it. what is it? Something. Hold on. Giles' persistence was beginning to pose a problem. Oh, so Lydia is going to eventually be married and have to leave, and she's worried she won't be able to keep up the ruse because he's very persistent. What if ruse? I'm trying to what take the letters away. She's taking the letters away. Oh, that ruse. Yeah. You just talked. Another day passed without a letter and then a third. So she's feeling like maybe everything will be okay because he kind of stopped writing Lydia. The morning before her wedding day, fortune turned in her favor. She and Giles were seated at breakfast and Lydia was devouring the morning post. That's why we have to read because every time some sort of book that's in a book. book though, that's a newspaper. <sighs> okay. I'm pretty hammered right now. She's listening. I know. Don't drink this right now. <laughs> <clears throat> she's talking about the gossip column. She's telling him that she has read Lady Yasmin may be betrothed to someone else. He didn't look up, but she saw that he was a little frustrated. Then she left it with him as she left the room to try to like frustrate him more, I guess, or try to like push him off messaging her. Chapter 29. A broken heart is a stark kind of pain. In Yasmin's case, it didn't make her burst into galls of tears or write ranting letters or have the slightest impulse to tell anyone. After his first letter, Giles had never written again. Of course, he was busy. Likely, he was irritated at her. Perhaps he hated her. Unquestionably, he agreed with her first letter, breaking off their engagement. That's what she thinks is happening. Yeah. That he's done. Well, why wouldn't she think that's happening? He's not writing her back. And she doesn't know that her, his sister is taking the letters. So she even had like dreams about him like pop, lighting them on fire and shit like that. She was going to set them on fire? No, he, that she had a dream he was doing that. Every morning she woke convinced that Giles was not in love with Stella. Mm. Okay, Cleo said, I agree with your grandfather. Where is that fiancé of yours? It's a secret betrothal, Yasmin said. Cleo's husband, Jake Addison, said, if I were engaged to you, I would shout it from the rooftops. 
Oh, that careful, is, of course, idiot. if I hadn't already married my delightful wife. Of course, because mm-hmm. she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they're trying to make her feel better, but she's feeling worse at the table. Mm-hmm. Chapter 30. Giles, I know how that feels. Chapter 30. <clears throat> Giles saw his sister and her new husband off for their wedding trip with a rush of relief. It wasn't just that Lydia was safely married. Yasmin's silence was driving him mad. If she thought he would allow her to break their engagement, she was wrong. He would sue her for breach of promise. He was compelled to find her, to keep her, even if, as he thought in his worst moments, she had chosen another man. His trunk had been loaded on his traveling coach since dawn. He was saying goodbye, uh... He noticed a guy in his doorway. It happened to be Jake Addison. Jake comes in and he's like, uh, come with me. He's like, uh, I have somewhere I must be. Come here. We have <laughs> to go somewhere. You can postpone it. I can knock you unconscious and throw you in my carriage. Are you out of your mind? I don't care to fight you. Uh, why are you here? Why do you want to take? Where do you want to take me? <laughs> Where's <laughs> your fiance? Uh, my fiance, why do you ask? Are you sure? Are you her messenger boy? Do you want to be knocked down in your own entry? You could try. <laughs> Has the traveling coach been brought around? Yes, my lord. The trunk is strapped back. Blah, blah, blah. Giles froze. Is Yasmin ill? No, Jake said. Though given your patent disregard for her well-being, I'm surprised you give a damn. The or the Earl of Lilford had never impulsively attacked any man other than Hiplite Hiplite Charles, even though who infuriated him (laughs) in the House of Lords. His sister was the impetuous one in the family. He considered himself a measured, thoughtful, boring man. Now his mind turned black with rage. He launched himself at Addison without a thought more than the (laughs) wish to do grave injury to knock that smirk off the American's face. His fist rounded into the man's cheekbone at the same moment that Jake's fist caught him in the chest. The force of blows rocked them both back, but rather than square up for another round, the American started laughing deep peals of laughter coming from his chest. Hell yeah, dude. Addison you don't take straightened that shit up. from some fucking little Englishman. You, you are ignoring her letters shit. because they're written in her mother tongue. You plan to marry her, you pig-headed man. Bloody well-learned French. Charles's chest <gasps> tightened. She doesn't write to me in French either, he said. The devil, she doesn't. She stayed up at night writing letters to you. Don't try to feed me a cock and bull story don't and not receive them. Because one of my grooms brought a letter to this very door and gave it to your butler. Shock swept through Giles. He literally couldn't understand the words at first. His mind picking through them and trying to put them into reasonable sense. She didn't. She did, Jake peered <gasps> into his soul. Any mail that came, I, I, Duckworthy's eyes bulged again. So now they're interrogating the butler. Oh, Duckworthy. Yes, the word snapped from Giles's throat. He saw it now. He knew. I delivered the morning mail to Lady Lydia so that she could remove her own mail before the rest was delivered to his lordship. The butler squeaked. He turned his head, Jake, are you here because my fiance did not receive any correspondence from me? Yup. No letters for weeks, as I understand it. I suppose your sister intercepted yours as well. Skip. Skip. Chapter this is a 31. lot. Is this the last chapter? When Jake Addison's... You're going to have to turn the lights on. It's I have to pee so bad. Take a break. break. Will you turn the lights on when you go? I might just read this while you're gone. Anything we can do to get to food faster, I'm all for it. Hurry up. Stop it. Hurry. Ah! Ah! 
if anybody hasn't watched um, The Lost Boys, you should. So, chapter 31. When Jake Addison's carriage bowled through the tall gates that surrounded his country estate, Yasmin was in the drawing room alone. Cleo was working in her study upstairs. She was seated at the window practicing a crochet stitch that made it easier to create strings adorned with scraps of silk. Her host, Chase, was a sleek green vehicle. Chassis? Oh, my bad. Her host's chassis was a sleek green vehicle built for speed. She saw it coming from far away as it swept down the long avenue line by elms. She watched Giles climb from the carriage, shake himself, and stride into the house. She began trembling and put her crochet work to the side. Giles walked in the room carrying a covered basket. He pushed the door shut behind him. Without a word, he was pale, his eyes tight and shadowed, his jaw hard and pulse beating in his forehead. Um, so basically they discuss how... You know, each other didn't get the letters. That's why I'm here. I thought maybe you were hurt, but I didn't think you were hurt. I'm not twisted in her stomach. <sighs> what? She breathed and he took advantage, deepening the kiss until her heart thudded in her chest. One hand curled around the back of her head, holding her in place, apparently not realizing that she was clinging to him. It was wildly erotic and endearing at the same time. Uh, they thought they didn't care. You wrote all of these? Yes, of course I did. His brows together. Why? Because I wished you... Oh, she said, don't read that last one. <clears throat> I was wrong to try to ask you to dress different. You are exquisite in whatever you wear, and it's none of my business. I was so jealous. I started to feel as if I was losing my mind. He said, I just want you to be my countess. You, whatever you wear, I don't want you to blanket yourself in fabric. Blah, blah, blah. Sucking up. Trying to fix it. Didn't you want to be with me? She sounded pathetic. Of course I want you. I, I do know that because I love you, he said grimly. Damn it to hell. So he finally admits that he loves her. Okay, so we get on with that. Blah, blah, blah. They talk about love. She took a deep breath. The feeling of being uncomfortably full was easing. She wiggled. Okay, so he's put it in her. He drew out the letter stuck in her bodice. May I read this someday? Yasmin gave him a mischievous smile. Perhaps. Giles tossed it into the basket and yanked down her bodice. His mouth bent to her breast, and she sighed, wrapping a hand around the back of his neck. Then her eyes widened as he effortlessly lifted her into the air until only the very end of his thick cock was still inside. Yes. He asked hoarsely. Yasmin nodded and gasped when he let her body slide down at the same moment he thrust up. Slowly, he began to rhythmically flex between her, his hips rising over and over until she had to clench her teeth to stop cries flying into the air. You feel so good, he grunted, his hands holding her hips tightly. I love making love to you like this. He lifted her again and let their bodies slide back together so she felt every inch of him. Sweat was prickling on Yasmin's back and behind her knees. She was clinging to his shoulders, allowing every thrust to jolt pleasure through her body, chasing a wanton heat that was spreading through her legs. Like what? She breathed. Oh, please go faster. No, Giles leaned in and nipped her earlobe with his teeth. Slow is best. Yasmin clutched him intimately as hard as she could. Vixen, he breathed. Rather than wait for him, she wedged her knees beside his legs and rose up high enough to let their bodies separate. Then she laughed at the expression on his face, reached under her skirts and caught him. 
unerringly in her hand. He was smooth and wet and hot to the touch. She rubbed him over her folds, which felt so good that she threw back her head and groaned before she slowly, slowly slid downward, gasping when he'd taken her so fully. She took she took him fully. <laughs> I'm doing my best. She took him fully. Okay. Oh, where was I? Yeah, you missed a lot. Sorry. I was giving all our listeners a sexy private experience. The word cock was there, like the very end of his thick cock. Cock. Still inside. Anyway, so we have moved on. My Earl is so puritanical in public, she whispered, her breath shuddering. Wild in private, though this is arguably public. Look there, Yasmin, Giles said, nodding to the right. She turned her head and caught sight of the two of them in a huge gilt mirror that hung over the mantel. Though the glass was hazy with age, she could see her outline, breasts free of her bodice, nipples standing out cherry-colored in the glass, hair falling down her back. Giles was looking at her from Who's under. Is this Yasmin? Yeah, they're fucking. Oh, man. Giles was looking at her from under heavy lids, his hands spread on her back. As she watched, he thrust upward again. She let out a groan, her head tipping toward him, her hands tightening on his shoulders to keep her balance. Watch, he whispered. Yasmin shook her head. No. He stopped moving. Why? His tone wasn't condemnatory. <laughs> it like really totally takes the mood down when I can't say something condemnatory just curious we are in public she gasped the mirror makes it more so his hips circled making her take a quick breath when we're married i'll take you in every room in front of every mirror i prefer a bed yasmin breathed giles hands gripped her hips raising her enough to free their bodies from each other then he set her on her feet allowing her skirts to fall to her slippers with a few swift motions he buttoned the fall on his breeches and stuffed his shirt back into his waistman yasmin blinked at him her mind fogged giles scooped her into his arms striding through the room no she said urgently pulling her bodice up everyone will know the footman will know you are mine giles said evenly looking down at her not yet slowly he placed her on her feet i don't care what servants think she pulled open the door. The footmen were always stationed in the entry, but there was no one to be seen. Giles caught her around the waist. May I carry you upstairs in the absence of witnesses? Yasmin turned into his arms. Her body was throbbing, and she knew her cheeks were crimson. She wanted nothing more than to go to her bedchamber and fall backward onto her bed, drawing his delicious weight down on top of her. She snuggled close and put her cheek against his chest. His heart was pounding hard. Desire surged through her, but at the same time... They had to talk. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course it did. It slammed behind them. What do you want for supper? So they shut the door. He stripped off his clothing, then eased up her skirts and deftly unclothed her. She, she held out her arms, and he grinned and lowered his head between her legs. I dream of this. <laughs> Sorry, I, I took a swallow at the wrong moment. <laughs> he <coughs> dreamed of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dreamed of this mm. okay she turned her head and caught sight of the two of them in the glass over her dressing table Giles driving into her his hair rumpled his powerful shoulders flexing the sight sent a bolt of heat through her 
tired body. Compromise. Marriage was about compromise. And in return, this, this was worth anything. Look, she whispered hoarsely. Giles turned his head to the glass and laughed, but he didn't bother to look again, instead gazing into her eyes, caressing her breasts, making her tremble and then sob with pleasure. Afterwards, he lay beside her on his stomach, his broad back glistened with sweat. I like mirrors, Yasmin told him dreamily. She waited until they had kissed and kissed again and kissed once more before she whispered, I'm having your baby, so we cannot wait to marry until next season. She's pregnant. Yes. Giles lurched backwards so fast that he nearly fell to the floor. A baby? His mm-hmm. voice was shocked. That's what she said. Horse. Yasmin sat up, anxiety run- running through her. I told you that my mother wasn't very fertile, but it seems that I am quite different. Do you mind? The joy shining from Giles's eyes answered her question, transforming his somber face entirely. For the first time, Yasmin glimpsed the man whom their children would call father, a man who smiled easily and laughed on occasion, a man who was far prouder of his family than his title, Mm. who would never consider reputation more important than love. That has not been at all what we've experienced (sighs) through this book. So apparently they're reading the letters together, and there's a Dear Yasmin... You haven't answered any of my letters, and I'm afraid that you have decided to throw me over. (laughs) At the same time, I know you. You are not a woman who would hop from my bed till Sylvester's, no matter the gossip columns say. You're funny and wise, perhaps afraid of your own sensuality. I'm afraid too. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. There was a silence in the room after he stopped reading. When they finally stopped kissing, Yasmin asked, What day did you write this letter, Giles? May... 12th. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. You had to. Happy birthday, baby. Mm, I want y'all to know that the world ends on May 12th. It doesn't. That's your birthday. It has ended in every... Every time? Every May 12th uh, it's ended? Yeah, so on uh, Terminator, when Kyle Reese is sent back mm. to 1984, he pulls a gun on a police officer and says, What's the date? And he says, May 12th. And he says, what year? And he says, 84. Mm. May 12th, 1984, a cybernetic organism comes back in time to kill Sarah Connor. Also, if you are Dragon Ball Z fans, anybody out there on the Android saga, also cybernetic organisms, when they are Dragon uh, Ball Z projected, when they are, when they are prophesized to attack the city, the androids, to show themselves that for the first time will be on May 12th. Dragon Ball Z said that? They did say Boop that. Boop. Also, androids. My grandma And if anybody wants to know a Christopher Fun Fact. I love Christopher Fun Fact. It facts. happened today when we walked through the building today to go through security check. If really? you put me in front of a computer. It fucks up. Every You're time. an anomaly. So... Not only do androids destroy the world on my birthday, but I destroy androids and computers and everything simply by my presence. So bring it on, fucking AI. I'm coming. I don't know what Mason's saying. Mason, what did you just text me? Too fucked up. I don't Are we know. done? Is the book over? Hold on, no, no, no. Let me finish. All right. <clears throat> he held fucking up the basket. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to put. Okay, hold on. Oh, Giles, she breathed. I had hoped to have an engagement ring someday. She managed a watery smile. I love it. I've never seen anything so beautiful. He gives her a fucking engagement ring. So Yasmin wrote that letter on May 12th? No, shut the fuck up. He did. He did. But he presented her an engagement ring just now. Mm -hmm. Another letter. 
she reached her hand in the basket, but instead of a folded paper, she pulled out a box. It held a ring, exquisite pink jewel surrounded by a halo of diamonds. Uh, clearly her grandmother's. How did he get that? Off her dead cold <laughs> fingers. I dug her ass Which, up. by the way, please fix my bracelet from your grandmother's dead cold hand, please. <laughs> like, I All want right. it back on All mine. Right. I want it back on my dead cold wrist. Damn it. We're connected. All right. I never cry, Yasmin said, her voice wavering. But every time she looked at her hand, her eyes flooded with tears. It twinkles. She pulled his head down to hers. The evidence was incontrovertible. Her grumpy Earl was the most romantic man she'd ever known. (sighs) I'm exhausted. Is it over? I'm so tired. (laughs) The book's over. Is anybody else like super exhausted, but also super horny? Like that's yes, me. me every day. Side, I'm gonna be on my side. You can just slide it in. I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So there's an epilogue. Uh, of course. There so is. first, I'll say thank you, everyone who's listening. Please check us out on our other social media. Are we gonna read that blog today? www.bustlesandbangers.com, Facebook, Instagram, yes, TikTok, nice Bustles and Bangers, or check us out promos. at Gypsy Gypsy Dipsy Dipsy Danger. <laughs> Dipsy Danger. Dipsy Danger. <laughs> Gypsy Danger. 0317 or Krista. Number four. Danger. You don't really. Clearly don't type out the number four. I don't know how to, to say his shit. Anyway, we also have an OnlyFans. <laughs> This has been a Rogue Media Network production.